Welcome to Celebrate Cultivate, a podcast about celebrating the good in life and cultivating more of what we want. I'm your host, Kayleen Seuss. My intention is to offer deep breaths, high vibes, and ideas for appreciating the magic in everyday life. Let's get to it. Hello, friends. Today I have with me Angela Duran. I first met Angela five years ago through Instagram, of course. I was looking for a photographer to take some pictures of us for a baby announcement when I was pregnant with Owen, and I was struck by the way she captures moments with so much light and good energy. Fast forward to now, and Angela is a dear friend. She even met both of my babies before anyone else because she came to the hospital to take their photos right after they were born. A little more about Angela. She was born in West Texas and currently resides here in the wonderful city of Austin. She is in her seventh year of building a successful lifestyle photography business. Her titles range from daughter, sister and wife to business owner and her most meaningful mother to an incredible 11 year old. She lives to be in nature with the people she loves, getting deep about life. Angela is a rule breaker and a rebel, and she's not afraid to break the silence of the unheard. She is passionate about social justice and sensitivity is her superpower. I admire Angela for the way she shows up online and in real life. And I love the way she shares about motherhood, creativity, and business. She is seriously one of my expanders in so many ways. I could go on and gush about Angela for hours, but we got to get into it. So Angela, welcome to Celebrate Cultivate. Hi, thank you so much. I'm very excited to have you here. And we are just going to talk about some rituals and rhythms and magic and good things. So let's just start with talking about you and your work and how you cultivate rhythms and rituals in your creative practice as a photographer. Ah, yes. Rhythms and rituals. Um, you know, I find it to sometimes be difficult to cultivate these because my days never look the same. Mm. But um, one way that I create rituals for myself is that um, I always am trying to create for myself. You know, I have people that hire me, I have lovely clients, and they have certain expectations, um, which is great. And I love that. But I also need to create for me. Um, And so that's one ritual that I try and stick with them pretty um, adamant about it. Um, I do love to incorporate grounding. Um, Sometimes even during a session, Hmm. um, I'll kick my shoes off and just walk around. Um, I like to do that. And I also have to scout a lot. And so that gives me a lot of time in nature. And that is... Because you shoot outside a ton. A ton. Um, So... And I do always love a nature setting. So scouting is like a me time where I get to just be in nature and it's quiet and, you know, they're just the, only the natural sounds are happening and 
um, yeah, it keeps me calm. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. When I was thinking about what I have seen with your rituals, the two things that came to mind were your self-portrait series and then the series that you do with your son, Kingston, because you really do seem to prioritize that work as much as your, your actual work. Is that accurate? That is very accurate. It's super important to me to carry those personal projects on as long as I can. Um, You know, both of them are a way for me to just process life and what's happening in my world at any given time. Um, And they're both kind of separate. You know, I have the one with my son and that tells its own story over the years. I think I've been doing it now for four years. And then my own self-portraits, those get a little deeper. Um, But yeah, it's just my way to process and stay sane. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. What about in everyday life? Do you have rituals that you use to stay calm and centered and connected in your life and all those other titles that you hold? (laughs) I do. Um, I would have to say moving my body is one of those. Um, It really just helps me, again, like process. um, Moving my body in that could be even as simple as an evening walk, or it could be exercise, um, you know, physical activity that involves a lot of sweat. Um, it, It just helps me mentally. It helps me with clarity. Um, so yeah, that's, that's one. And then deep breaths, as simple as that sounds, Mm -hmm. I have to do that several times a day. You know, when I feel myself getting wound up about any given thing, it's 2020 after all, um, Mm -hmm. I have to just take deep breaths. So that's another way I love to have rituals and rhythms in my life. Yeah, you, uh, you definitely seem to always be working out. Like it seems to be a big <laughs> part of I'm like, Angela's always doing the fitness. So how do you stay motivated to do that? I, the thing that motivates me the most is just the way that it makes me feel like I don't own a scale. I haven't owned a scale in probably five to seven years. So I don't actually know what I weigh or anything. I just know that when I'm not moving my body, that's when um, my anxiety starts to rise and it just, I can just feel myself just clenching up. So it's just such a release for me. Um, And so that's, it's, that's motivating enough just for my mental health. Yeah. And you're not using your scale to gauge whether or not you need to work out today. You are totally basing it on the feelings that you have within your body. Yeah, that's really great. Yeah. One thing also that I've been doing, um, and I don't really have a word for it. I don't know if it has a name. I've just been calling it like embodiment dancing or embodiment movement. Tell me more. If I'm here by myself, which is how it has to be because it gets (laughs) kind of wacky wild. I will just like either put on a record super loud or just connect to my speaker and just play it super loud and just like let my body take over to, you know, the beat and just, 
I probably look insane, but it just feels so good. And after I'm done, I'm like, okay, I feel, yeah. I feel better. <laughs> yeah. I bet, I bet you don't look insane. That's the thing is like, we're, our bodies are made to move and they love it. Music is a big thing for you. You're really yeah. connected to music. I am. Yeah. I feel like What's you your too. Yes. I love a good playlist. That's true. (laughs) Guilty as charged. Yeah. I feel like you're always like rocking something and you, you share about music and I'm always really inspired whenever you're into a song or an album or something. I'm like, Oh yeah, it's gotta be good. And you are pretty into the woo also like you're into crystals and self-care seems like a priority for you. So how do you manage self-care amongst your busy life, especially now as things are so different in 2020? I mean, I just have to make it a priority or whenever I'm feeling out of sorts or overwhelmed, I just, I have my certain go-tos, right? And for whatever reason, water is calming for me. And the Mm -hmm. fastest way for me to get to water is to take a bath. Like if I can't drive to the lake, which is super close to my house or a Creek or whatever, I get in the bathtub. Um, and even sometimes if I don't have time for that, I will turn the water on and like put it on my face. Like for whatever reason, like water is one of the things that just super helps me. Um, so that's a big self-care item for me is bath but um you know I just have to make it a priority there are things that are kind of non-negotiable and yes I will skip days sometimes but then I can tell you know Mm. I'm not taking care of myself and I'm Mm. acting mean or I'm (laughs) getting crazy or what have you then I've got to like get back to taking care of myself Mm -hmm. have you do you follow cup of joe joanna goddard yes Okay. Have you ever seen, there's like one post that she shared many times. It's like circled around about water and how in motherhood, it's like a a pro mom's advice. And she's saying like, whenever something's wrong with my kid, just always go to water, give them a cup of water, put them in a bath, like do something and water will soothe them. And it's like really true. Yeah. Like just add water and she's fine. I'll be okay. And I find it to be the same with my son. So I totally buy into that. Yeah. Just add water. It's a connection to nature that we have and we're like made of water. Exactly. It just works. It does. It does. What about when you think about all of the things that you do for yourself, do you, do you switch it up or do you kind of stay consistent? Are there like things that you always like water you always go back to but are there like new things that you've tried or things that you want to try there are some things that I want to try um I find myself to be a creature of habit which I always thought I was like open to change and I am but I do find myself like sticking with what I know works you know what I mean Mm -hmm. but I do I would love to make time and make a priority of um two things meditation Because I do it super randomly, very sporadically, far apart. And also like manifestation. I don't take the time. I'll just also, I'm pretty random with it. So I would like to cultivate 
you know, and work it in as a daily practice. Hmm. Hmm. When you say that you want to have a meditation practice, is that because you feel like you should be like sitting on a mat every day? Because I bet like when you're out in nature, you're meditating. Oh, well, that's a good way to think about it. Like, you know, medit- I think, I just think that we culturally have this like a perception of meditation as like, it's pretty masculine and it's pretty rigid. Like your butt has to be on the cushion for 20 minutes, twice a day. Otherwise it doesn't count as meditation. And I think that's kind of crap. I think you're right. Oh my gosh. I'm having a like light bulb moment. Yes. Because yeah, I envision you. I'm like, gosh, I'm Kayleen. Like, I'm you think I have a meditation? Closet. No. I think when you're <laughs> in your closet, you know, I can just see you in there and you have a little pillow. And I'm like, oh, I would love to do that. But yeah, I guess you're right. I mean, sometimes don't get me wrong. My mind is going crazy when I'm out there. Cause I'm like, what, where will the light be? How's it going to fall? Will this work? Is it dangerous? You know, all of those mm-hmm. things sometimes can be swirling around, but there's definitely moments of quiet. So. Yeah, I think, yeah, I just, I mean, yes, I have a cushion, but my cushion as is as decorative as it is functional. Like <laughs> it's there to create the vibe too. And it, I bought it because I wanted to, I wanted to create an inviting place for me to land when I wanted to meditate, but I do like a two minute thing. It's not a big 20 minute thing. And you know, when I meditate the most, which your, your baby's a little bit older than this, but I sit next to Owen's bed at night after I tuck him in, which, and that, and I just sit. And I know that a lot of parents complain about that time when they have to like, they have to like sit with their kid to make them sleep. I only sit for however long, like I just kind of feel into it, but I just sit and that's, that's when I meditate the most now, Mm -hmm. but yeah, I just think that there's like, you know, I don't think there's enough women talking about meditation and we're we're like, we're busier than they are. I mean, really? (laughs) And why am I putting it in a box? It doesn't Mm -hmm. have to be in this box. Ah, I'm so glad. Like you can cross it off your list. I think. (laughs) Like, I think if you just open your awareness to what is like, what is meditation to me? Is it just accessing that calm place? Yeah. I wonder, I bet you're doing it daily. Okay. I bet I am too. (laughs) Oh man. And with manifesting, I mean, I, I agree with you. I go, I have that exact same feeling of like, I'm not doing it enough or I'm not doing it consistently enough. And one of the things that I've when I get that way, I like to see, I just like to look for evidence instead of like, so reverse engineering it sort of like just starting to pay attention when I've manifested something, when something's gone my way, when magic has happened versus being like, I need to see an acorn today. Like you can do it that way, but you could also be like, Oh, I'll tell you a really cool manifesting story. Oh, I, cause you're into like, skincare and stuff. I, um, was, I made a big order from goop and then the order got canceled, but I didn't, I didn't know that it got canceled. So I was like waiting, waiting for my shipping confirmation and it never came. And I was like, Oh, so I emailed customer service and was like, what's going on? And they're like, Oh, there was a glitch with Apple pay. You have to reorder, but send us your shipping or send us your order and we'll expedite your shipping. 
And the girl was super nice. And she was like, I'll throw in an extra blah, blah, blah in your order. So I got like a face cream extra like bonus in my order, which was amazing. And I loved it. So then I ordered the full size and I emailed the girl again, the customer service girl. And I was like, I love the sample so much. I ordered a full size. Here's my new order confirmation. If you want to throw anything else in. And the day before I had been talking to Jordan my co-host from That's Pretty Woo. And I was telling her like, have you tried the Vintner's Daughter oil? Cause I'm really curious about it, but it's a big investment. Da, da, da. Guess what I've my free sample was? I want it. <laughs> they sent it to me as my free sample. No. Okay. Yeah. I was like running around the house and I was like, I manifested that without even trying. So I okay. think sometimes we do manifest, but it's when we start to recognize it and acknowledge it and appreciate it as a manifestation, then we're, then you, then it becomes like this ongoing everyday thing. And you see it more. But you didn't have to, but you didn't have to put it on your to-do list. Okay. I'm loving this. All right. All right. Good. Good. All right. Let's shift gears a little bit and talk about 2020. Oh, Oh, because we were like feeling so good about manifesting and meditating. So (laughs) this year has been wild. It's been rough. And I've been thinking a lot about, I mean, it seems like every time we turn a corner, something else happens and I'm not, we're recording this today. I don't know when it's going to air. So it doesn't even matter for me to list off the litany of things that's happening today. Cause who knows what's around the corner, but I do think that it's important for us to appreciate and celebrate the good in this year, maybe more now than ever. So what's one thing about 2020 that you want to celebrate? This one's pretty easy for me. There's several, but my number one thing is the gift of time with my son. Mm. Ooh, I'm going to cry. Don't cry. Um, yeah, like the, the most to me, you know, he's 11. He's getting too cool for school. I, I'm the mom, you know, we've always been close, but I, I was starting to see that like, you know, he's getting older. It's going to happen. Um, and then COVID happened and everybody had to quit going to school and, you know, a bunch of different circumstances just had it to be me and him at home for 12 straight weeks. Um, and my goodness, what a gift. Just such a gift. (laughs) He's the best. Oh, that's amazing. And yeah, that's time that otherwise you wouldn't have had. Right. You know, um, and don't get me wrong. There's been struggles. (laughs) There's always going to be struggles, you know, like I'm sure each of us got tired of each other at some point, but just big picture looking back, like definitely that's my favorite thing. I love that. Oh, I love that. Are there any other things that you're like, if I had to list two or three more? I was asked to teach a course um, from a well-respected photography group. um, And I'm super excited about that. Super nervous. When's that happening? Um, We, it's getting, well, it got announced kind of quietly this week. Um, okay. And then it's going to start ramping up, but it actually, I don't, it's all going to be online because of, you know, COVID and gatherings and what have you it's in February. So I have to create the course and videos and 
that sort of stuff. But um, so that's super exciting. Um, yeah. When I got the email, I kind of like looked around like, wait, this, were you sending this to me? Like, <laughs> this is for me? Um, I, I read it like 28 times. But yeah, so that and um, we're moving got a house and we're moving. So I think that's exciting. So many people are moving this year. I know it's wild. Is it like, do you think, do you feel like 2020 and COVID and all of that influenced your move or what do you think this would have happened regardless? I think it would have happened regardless. I just found out the circumstances of the home which made me kind of sad. Oh. Yeah, it had to do with like COVID and layoffs Gosh. and whatever. So I was told like, I wish I didn't know that, but yeah. I don't know. Oh man. Yeah, it's been a really, really tough year. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this year has been full of, of change and transformation and struggle. And you've been really open and outspoken on social media about the causes you care about. Like, I feel like you've been like that for as long as I've known you. So it wasn't like 2020 and hard times hit and you were like, these are my feelings. Like, you've always <laughs> really been like that. And I just feel like this year has brought so much to the surface And so I'm wondering if there's any like people or organizations or anything that you really feel like you want to raise awareness about or share with the Celebrate Cultivate community. You know, there's always a lot on my heart and mind in these departments. Right now, I think my biggest thing is just to get talking to your neighbors and your family about voting. That's, that's, that's my number one at the moment. Um, mm-hmm. there's a lot of things running in the background, but that's my main thing right now. Yeah, that's a, I mean, we just got, we have to do that. We, like, have, we to. have to do yeah. it. We've got to do Gosh. it. Ooh, I have anxiety about just how this is all going to unfold, but Me we also too. have to just trust yeah. And, and yeah. And whatever happens is going to happen. Right. You know, we're going to do our best. Whatever happens is going to happen. And we're all going to soldier on and change will come. Yes. Yes, man. Do you think that change is always painful? I kind of do. (laughs) (laughs) I kind of do. There's, there's, with change, I just feel like there's growing pains, you know? And sometimes they're big and sometimes they're small. You know, when you say growing pains, it makes me think of like that productive pain that happens. Like there is like injury pain that feels so bad and like not productive. It feels like anti-growth. But when you say growing pains, it, it really does feel like children actually experience like actual growing pains. And it's like, ow, but you're like, no, 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 it's okay. Yeah. So I wish that there was a way for us to kind of like zoom out and see the bigger picture sometimes and understand like, no, 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 it's okay. Like this does hurt, but it's, there's a purpose to it. It's not. Yeah. uh, A big picture. Yeah. I agree. Is there a way for us to make change easier? Like, are there, is there any, like, do you think there's anything that we can do to kind of soothe that productive pain? That's a great question. Hmm. Man, I don't know. I'm sure there is, you know. I don't know what it is, though. 
<laughs> just maybe going back to some of those practices, just yeah. add water, just, just add in. water, staying <laughs> grounded, you know, yeah. and just because I, you know, I, I am super guilty of getting caught up in the every little minutia of all of these things. And, but then sometimes I just have to reel it in and pull back and be like, take a deep breath, Angela, because we're in this for the long haul. Mm-hmm. Can't get work yeah. up. Yep. Yeah. And we're all riding that pendulum together, right? Like we, and sometimes we can like jump on other people's pendulums and like swing with them be like, hold on a second. Yeah. Yeah. I gotta, I and gotta so jump off and, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Oh, okay. Better times ahead. We're going to talk about creativity and magic next. Yay! So <laughs> you are entering the fall season, the fall, like end of your season is just crazy, crazy for you. It's full. I think we could say very cool. full. Yes. And it's also a full time in life, no matter what your business is. I just feel like this time of year can be plentiful in a lot of ways. So I'm wondering how do you make time to create back to those personal products projects you do, but also like just in your, like you're really creative in Halloween and there's just like you, you feed off that creativity, even when you're in your busiest season. So how do you do that? Oh gosh. Well, you know, um, I just make it a priority and when I do create for myself, it's not a big production. It's not, it just can't be a, it can't be with King. He does not have the attention span. We want to give me the time, especially the older that he gets. And also for me, I don't really want to spend even 30 minutes trying to nail something. So my best work, especially for myself happens in the first five minutes. I love that first. And if it doesn't happen in the first five minutes, this, that I, I, I put it down because it's, huh. if it doesn't happen, then it's not going to happen. And I'm pushing it. Um, that's just how I've always been. Um, so anything you see that I'm putting out there, that is one of these, it is literally happening in the first five minutes. I mean that as a client of yours, that actually is not surprising because you work really quick. Mm-hmm. And I feel like even in looking at my session photos with you, I, I know for one, I had a session with you and it was literally only 15 minutes when I was pregnant with Mary <laughs> and we went out into that field with Owen and it was kind of a disaster. Like we were, I was not certain that we were going to have any photos and you were like, oh, we got it. And it was a mini session. I mean, it wasn't like, but still I was shocked. I was shocked. <laughs> and, and, you know, when you're, Yeah. So that makes sense. But I'm also wondering, does that mean that you're creating and envisioning things kind of in the background before you, before you set out to create, do you know what I'm asking you? Like, do you feel like you're kind of like working on it before you grab your camera or do you really feel like your creative magic happens in a five minute time span? You know, it's actually a little of both. Um, there are sometimes I see something and I think I would really love to do something like that, but even still, I find if I overthink it or, you know, try too hard to get something the similar, you know, or the same, it doesn't work out. Um, so usually a lot of the times it's, if I see some light, I'm like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to make something in that. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I think that's very inspiring. And also like, 
is slightly demystifying and like accessible to know that you're creating beauty in things that it's not taking you hours and hours yeah. to do. Yeah. I love telling people like it, you don't have to like have a whole, I said, I take a lot of my photos of myself by setting my camera on the ground. I rarely huh. ever pull out a tripod. I'll just set it on a stack of books or whatever. It just, the fastest I can do it and be done, then I'm done. I love that. I love that. What are you making right now? What are you creating right now? Is there anything special you have going on? Well, I just got home from out of town. um, And we were in West Texas for a good five days. And oh, gosh, it was so inspiring. And just like I said, like I one night before dinner, um, I walked down to there's there's a bunch of it's very old where we were it's the city is called Trilingua well city it's actually a town it's super small um (laughs) and a bunch of old buildings and for whatever reason I'm obsessed with old dilapidated structures (laughs) they photograph well I don't know and there was this tiny little shed with a pink door and we kept passing by it and kept passing by it and I thought when I have a little like five minutes, I'm going to walk over there and take a self portrait. And I did. And I took like three, I loved them all. And I was done. I'm almost like, what? you're already back. I'm like, Oh yeah, that was quick. So, you know, and just taking photos of nature, I've created a whole lot. I have a whole lot of content. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Um, but I'm also itching to create with my son because we haven't done that in a few weeks. So I'm hoping this yeah. weekend can pin him down <laughs> is, does it get harder as he gets older to yeah. get him to shoot with you yeah I mean yes and no he knows because he'll even say we haven't taken a picture in a while and I'm like oh, I love you <laughs> let's do <Yeah>. something <laughs> yeah you gotta jump on that when it happens yeah I do yeah oh that's amazing well one last question for you how does magic show up for you in your everyday life oh my gosh in a million little ways, which makes it magic. Um, it shows up in the light. I, I do this practice called noticing to where I, if I'm on a walk or even if I'm at home, I just like stop and be still and like take a look around with my eyes and see what I can see. And I, one of the things I love is noticing how the light changes from day to day, you know, in the different seasons where I can tell you like, in the autumn, this is where the light comes in through the windows. And um, so I'm always noticing that. Um, gosh, how else does it show up? Um, it shows up in timing, the timing of things. It shows up, I don't know, you know, just to me, like even just looking into my son's eyes, it, I just see it everywhere. It's just the best. It's everywhere if you look. That's really good. It's true. That's really good. Oh, okay. Well, is there anything else that you want to share with us today? No, thank you so much. My gosh, how fun was this? And that intro, I mean, I was like blinking back tears when you said she met both of my children. I mean, God. What it's true. You are. Oh, thank you. I mean, it's true. You've met both my kids before anybody else in the family. That's so incredibly special and it does not last on me. 
Yeah. Well, I should say that you left your family vacation <laughs> for one of them. Was it for merit? It was for merit. It was. You were, yeah, it was you were. It. it was worth You it. drove hours to come. <laughs> oh my gosh. We are indebted to you forever. <laughs> well, so Angela, sweet. thank you so much for being here and for sharing your magic with us. I'm going to include all the details of the things that we talked about today in the show notes at KayleenElise.com. And I will include all the details on how to get in touch with you. But if people want to find you, where should they go? Um, Instagram is my favorite. So I would go there. I currently have two accounts at Angela.Duran. Yes. At Angela Duran Photography, right? Yes. Okay, great. I'll include the links to that. And friends, thank you so much for listening. I'd love to know what resonated from today's conversation. Send me a DM on Instagram. I'm at Kayleen Elise. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. Visit KayleenElise.com for links and notes from today's episode. Connect with me on Instagram. I'm at Kayleen Elise. Please share this pod with anyone who could use a little extra magic in their everyday life. Stay tuned for the next episode. I'll talk to you then.